Bedroom closets always seem to scare those whose imaginations run wild at night. Many children at some point in their childhood will have sleepless nights for fear of the boogeyman or monsters residing deep within. Shadows cast over items of clothing or old toys can resemble the silhouette of a personal creature, something that terrifies us beyond the point of rational thought, freezes us with fear preventing us from venturing across the bedroom to know what truly hides there. Maybe we are deceived by the shadows. Or maybe there truly is something malevolent hiding there watching over us as we sleep. This is a story of a young man's curiosity leading him down a path of darkness. If you believe in ghosts and demons, you'll understand they're not to be messed with. This darkness can attach to us, wreak havoc with our own lives and those of the lives around us. Welcome to Deliver Us. Colin Hughes was 18. He was a hard-working young man who lived with his grandparents in Missouri. Life didn't start well for Colin. His father left at an early age, and his relationship with his mother was never a good one. She hadn't accepted the responsibilities as a mother, and due to her inability to care for his basic needs, his grandparents took him in when he was 12. From the time Colin moved into his grandparents' house, he heard indescribable noises in the dead of night. Colin never scared easily, and to begin with was able to rationalise that it was simply the fact that the house was old and the floorboards or plumbing were the cause of whatever he was hearing. A little description of the house layout. Both Colin's and his grandparents' bedrooms were in the upstairs of the house. There is a bathroom upstairs that is pretty much Colin's as his grandparents' bedroom has an ensuite bathroom attached. In early 2018, Colin had just started a job bussing tables at a local restaurant. His job meant he usually didn't get off work until late evenings. On the night of February 20th, Colin had gotten off a little earlier than usual, around 10pm. He decided to meet up with a friend afterwards. He ended up getting home around 12am. His grandparents were already fast asleep. They tended to go to bed at ten every night. Colin made sure he crept up the stairs and to his bedroom quietly enough so as not to wake his grandparents. He closed his bedroom door behind him and noticed the light in his closet was on. He must have left it on when he was in there earlier in the day. The closet appeared to be as old as the house and always gave Colin an uneasy feeling. If it wasn't closed all the way, sometimes the doors would creak open a little, so it was habit for Colin to ensure it was fully shut before going to bed. This night, however, as he closed it to click it shut, he felt an overwhelming sense of sadness come over him. He felt tears welling up, but no root cause of where this emotion came from. He backed away towards his bed, and the feeling slowly subsided. He got into bed and tucked himself into his duvet, feeling a sense of protection from it. For Colin, sleep didn't come easily that night. Something still didn't feel right. After a while, he checked his watch, and it was a little after 1am. He lay his head down to try to finally fall asleep, but as he did so, he started to hear footsteps in the corridor 
He lay there, terrified. He wanted to rationalise what he was hearing, but when his grandparents had their own bathroom, there would be no reason they would be walking down the corridor that time of night. Maybe they were fetching something from downstairs, but the footsteps never went down the stairs. As Colin lay there, frozen still, trying to get himself back off to sleep, he heard a loud thump that came from inside his closet. His heart stopped. All sounds ceased after that, but it took Colin over an hour of lying there in fear of something coming at him during the night before sleepiness eventually began to take over the fear, and he finally drifted off. Daylight came, and being that Colin worked later in the day, he had no need for an alarm to wake him. Naturally, he woke, and after a short while, the events of the previous night came back into the forefront of his mind. Along with the daylight came a greater sense of confidence, and Colin was able to venture across his room to the closet. The first thing he observed was the door had been opened, not fully, but enough for someone or something residing within there to be able to watch Colin sleeping. Upon opening the door, he was able to see two of his shirts and hangers lying on the base of it. To top things off, the light, which he was sure he had switched off the night before, was now on. Colin had always been a believer in the existence of ghosts and demons. Despite the sense that something deeply malevolent was taking residence in his very home, his curiosity compelled him to investigate further. Wanting to get out of the house to clear his mind and put some distance between him and whatever was in there, he decided to leave to get a late breakfast and swing by the local electronics store to pick up an audio recording device something he would be able to leave running for extended periods of time in the hope that he may pick up some kind of EVP recording. He returned to the house, maybe three hours later. He went straight up to his room and discovered the closet door had been opened again. Nothing had been disturbed, but this time he was sure it was pressed and clicked shut before he went out. Barely having enough time to shower and get ready for work, Colin wasn't able to spend any more time investigating before leaving. Arriving home after 10pm, his grandparents asleep, he found nothing out of the ordinary about the house or his bedroom. Having just finished work, Colin needed a bit of time to unwind before going to bed, so he sat up and played video games for a short while. Around 12.30, after he'd been killed in the same place on a particular level for the fifth time, he finally switched off his console and got ready for bed. Before getting into bed, he set up his new audio recorder to record anything unusual in the home whilst he slept. Colin lay in bed. He was about to finally drift off to sleep when he was jolted awake by what could only be described as the sound of two loud creaks coming from within the closet. His heart began to race. Again, he was frozen with fear. It could have been his imagination running wild and affecting his memory, but the only time the closet made a creaking sound like the one he'd just heard was when someone was stepping inside it. Although believing in the paranormal, Colin never really practiced religion. Until now. All he could think of doing was to lie there praying, asking for forgiveness for all he has done wrong in the hope that God would take mercy on him and protect him from whatever was watching over him. The morning came, 
and Colin woke from what little sleep he had managed to get that night. He sat in bed, listening to the recording he had made. He managed to pick up the creaks heard from the closet, but also later on some rustling that could have been him moving in his sleep. He got out of bed and showered. Once he was out of the shower and drying himself, he noticed a series of scratches on his body. Nothing too deep, but definitely visible. The unnerving thing was, there was no way he could think of that the scratches could have come from. Curiosity can be a dangerous thing, but genuine encounters with the supernatural cause some to satisfy their curiosity with little concern for the consequences. Colin couldn't resist but to get to the bottom of these occurrences. He made the decision that that forthcoming night he would attempt to communicate with whatever was haunting his home. His day went by the same as any other, and he arrived home as usual to those in the house asleep. Colin went through his usual routine of getting ready for bed, and sat in his room for a short while, plucking up enough courage to step into his closet. With his digital recorder running, he walked across his bedroom floor approaching it. His heart racing, he stepped inside and closed the door behind him. For the first few minutes he felt somewhat stupid, standing alone there in the dark. Then it happened. A feeling of overwhelming fear took over him. It went far beyond the fear of an overactive imagination. The feeling weighed down his body almost as if a presence was in there physically threatening him. He struggled to breathe. He was fearing for his life. Colin couldn't take it any more and got out of the closet as quickly as he could. He walked straight over to his bed and sat there catching his breath. Who are you? he asked aloud. He sat there for a while staring at the closet with the door open. Slowly, all feeling of dread began to subside as nothing but silence and stillness filled his bedroom. He knew it would be pointless to try to sleep, but got into bed and switched his bedside lamp off regardless. Thoughts ran through his head as he lay there in silence, unable to sleep. The silence was broken by a sound Colin had been dredging. The now familiar footsteps could be heard in the corridor. The footsteps became louder as they got closer and closer to his bedroom door. They stopped as soon as they were outside. Then there was silence. Colin turned on the light in his bedroom and with every bit of courage left in his body, ran to the door and opened it. Nothing was there. He stared into the darkness of the empty corridor. Unable to take any more, Colin grabbed his comforter and a pillow from his bed and took him down to the living room to sleep on the couch. Every part of him regretted his attempts to communicate with his spirit. Now he had provoked it. Was it ever going to leave him alone? When morning finally came around, Colin's grandmother entered the living room and inquired why Colin did not sleep in his bedroom. Tired and vulnerable, Colin explained the events of the past several nights in the house. He pleaded her for forgiveness, knowing full well she would be disappointed in him for making things worse by trying to communicate with whatever it was. His grandmother seemed less surprised than he was expecting. She explained to him that both herself and Colin's mother had a sensitivity to the paranormal. 
She told him a story of when he was six, he befriended a boy who only he could see. Colin would attempt to share his food with the boy and try to get him to play video games. As is usually the case when this happens, all adults involved believed it nothing more than an imaginary friend. That is, until a neighbour told Colin's mother that about five years before they had moved in, a boy who had been living in the house before them had been killed on a nearby train track. Colin's grandmother told Colin that from now on, he needed to ignore everything he was hearing or seeing, that whatever this thing was could be feeding off his fear. She made the family breakfast and left to go to work. Colin went upstairs to his room to gather some clothes and get ready for the day. Upon walking into his bedroom, he saw his closet door was open. Everything inside had been thrown to the floor. Pushed to the point of anger, Colin told whatever this thing was to leave him and his family alone in the most authoritative way he could muster. Silence followed. With a lack of response, he began to feel stupid standing there alone talking to something he couldn't see. He went about his day. A few nights went by without any activity. Colin insisted in sleeping in the living room as he didn't feel comfortable in his bedroom. Everyone noticed a definite change in Colin. His mood altered completely. It was as if the energy in the room weighed down on him, affecting his entire well-being. He found himself breaking down into tears for no reason, and withdrew from his friends and family altogether. Finally, his grandmother sought help from a friend and medium to cleanse the house and help Colin renounce the darkness trying to take a hold of his life. The medium was successful, and she identified the closet as the source of this negative force. They never knew the origin of the closet or its history, but whatever this entity was had attached itself to it some time ago. The medium helped the family get rid of it safely. After this cleansing, the event ceased, and everything seemed to gradually get back to normal. The presence disappeared, and Colin began to feel like his usual self. It was not long after that that Colin moved out and into his own place. He managed to hold on to his sensitivity, always being aware of a presence if there was one. But from now on, he knew he had to exercise greater caution when it came to his encounters with the paranormal. This story was based on true events and was adapted, narrated and produced by me, James Deverell. The names of those involved have been changed. This is the very first episode of a pilot season for this podcast, something I would like to make into a regular occurrence. If you enjoyed it, please help it to grow by leaving a positive review. To keep up to date with me on social media, check out my Twitter and Instagram accounts, at Daredeverell. Also, if you enjoy my storytelling and paranormal stories, you should check out my YouTube channel, Mr Sinister. Thank you for listening.